Welcome back, everyone, and to a very special bonus episode of the Cantina Corner podcast, where we are going to be getting into something that's kind of just released that a lot of people are excited to play. Um, I don't know if you're familiar with uh, Call of Duty Cold War, uh, the new video game. We're going to be getting into that because a lot of that kind of pertains and will make it make sense pertain to kind of what we've been getting into with a lot of the stuff with like Ronald Reagan in the past, Cold War, espionage, all that different stuff. Um, and if you've been listening to our podcast since the beginning, back from like episode one, you've always known that this channel kind of started out, or not channel, I'd say podcast started out as like a entertainment video game, you know, tech type of stuff. It's what we always focused on. So we're going to get into that and kind of combine the two with what we've been doing. Um, but I'm going to let these guys kick it off because they're the ones that got the meat of the info. I'm going to be throwing some stuff in there about what I think about this Cold War. But they've got to cut some interesting specifics that would pertain to all this conspiracy and all these different things we've been going into. Uh, so kick it off, guys. Let's get into this Cold War video game. What are we going to do? Let's get into it. First of all, I'm excited for it. <clears throat> Good. It does look pretty sweet. I'm kind of excited for like the whole Cold War thing, especially because we have been talking about it. So Yeah. Yeah, it's kind of perfect timing with this release as far as what we've been getting into. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Um, basically, I just, I mean, I got the idea because Nick was actually over and we did the event together. And there was just little things we were noticing that were interesting and how much connects to what we've been talking about. Like the one weapon that you get, the blue, like they have blueprints in the game. So the, all the attachments and stuff that guns call the specific thing. So even though it's like a kilo, it has like a special name yeah. for it. Um, and this was a sniper, and it was Woods' sniper, and it's called the Bay of Pigs. So it's like a direct correlation of literally what we just talked about with the Bay of Pigs. Yeah. Kind of telling you what realm this game's going to be taking place. And like, they even show you it's like the 60s, and then they go, they fast forward all the way to 81. And you're in like an office with Reagan and stuff, and which kind of basically just hit on that era too with the Iran Contra stuff and their whole basis and really the words they keep focusing on is know your history I mean you see that a lot yeah is know your history something we've talked about a lot yeah it, it's going to be very interesting to see how much they stick true to history or how much is actually like I don't want to say propaganda or like to drive you to think differently about history or shape the way you think about what happened in history. I think, I, I mean, think just... that little bit might actually like the way that I saw it in the trailers and stuff, they always made it when they said, know your history, they made it like there was a message trying to get pushed through your screen or, you know, it was always like a hidden thing. Like it was someone trying to like, tell you like, here's the truth, know the truth, you know, kind of right. thing. So I think it might be balanced in like the two aspects of what you talked about. They'll go into like what actually happened and then probably, touch and fiddle with like you know the what could have like you know no one knows yeah. and, and do that what were we gonna say nick i, I didn't mean to cut you off there i, I don't honestly but <laughs> i'm it's i'm excited for it it looks good and just yeah knowing your history and everything it's gonna be it'll be interesting seeing yeah what they put in historical facts and what they take liberty with and stuff like that yeah i mean because obviously not everybody's going to know their history. I mean, we talk about that a lot. Like there's a lot yeah. of stuff out there that we talk about. That's actually fact from documents that were released and stuff that people still think is conspiracy theory, even though it's sitting right there and the government itself is admitting to you this happened. So it will be interesting to see what they, what they take and they make kind of like cinematic Hollywood, like to add drama to the game. Cause I mean, what, God, straight history 
even though it is fun, isn't drama, you, you know? Yeah. You got to drive the drama from somewhere to get yeah. you connected to a character and stuff. Things happen over, can be spans of years and stuff yeah. when nothing happens. Is there like a Lenin quote or something where like, there's years where nothing happens and then there's weeks where years happens? Like, yeah. like things can, things in history, looking at it, it's like, yeah, stuff happens over a large period of time. It's interesting well that's why a lot of times when you see it in like movies and video games they always say based on a true story because you know they have to put their little bits in there to you know make it more dramatic liven it up get you like you said to like certain characters and then i think that they're going to probably take some liberties with it but i I think it's going to be interesting because with what we've been talking about and everything that's been going on and how much more conspiracies and all this stuff gets pushed out and stuff with like you know that happened in cold war and world war ii you find a lot where they put in the games more and more and more, you know, like not just like the straight straight out of the textbook. It seems like they're actually putting in the stuff that people always talk about, you know, not knowing if it's real or fake, but they, they start entertaining those ideas. Kind of like a soft, soft release of the information where it's like they yeah. put it out there in a way where exactly that it they put it in a video game where it desensitizes it almost where this could be true. It could not be true. But then, yeah, if you look at other documents and stuff, it's like. It's at least based on some real shit, at the very least. Yeah. I, so I am interested to see that, because obviously we know a brunt of this stuff, because we've covered it, and we just covered it. So it'll be, that'll be interesting to see. Um, one thing I think you could definitely see that they're playing with, the liberties and stuff that we're talking about, is the codename Perseus Spy. Okay. Because um, that's kind of like a very unknown thing. To this day, you know, the Russian spy Perseus, KGB operative, supposedly in New York, the CIA got a hold of this document where the Russians were trying to contact their spies and it had all these code names on it. Well, they found a few of the people. One of the people they never found was codenamed Perse, and that's where like the Perseus came from. Yeah. So obviously they're going to make that a character in the game and you're probably going to figure out who it is or whatever. So. Yeah. They do have some wiggle room there because there's really no definitive proof of who that is. And that, that could be an area where it could be like a soft release type thing, like you're yeah. saying, too, where that could be where we're thinking they might be taking liberties, but it could be like some historical stuff that we don't know that they're privy to or right. something like that. Like, But it will be interesting to see how they do play out that Perseus thing with the possibilities that it could be of who it, who it could be. It'll be. It'll be cool to see. I'm excited for having what just seems like going to be a really interesting campaign again. Like, and going back to thrive. What's that? That's where they used to thrive. I mean, Black Ops games, the fucking campaign. Going back and watching them again for this, like, I had forgot how awesome they were in the campaign. It was like these campaigns are just sweet. Because yeah, because you even look back at the original one. The original one, they did it in such an artistic way, where you were like in a chair being interrogated, you know. And they even had the Easter egg where you could break out of the chair and like find secrets and like certain files that you wouldn't have known unless you did. So they've always done a good job of giving you in that like atmosphere of like actual black ops cover up, CIA type of shit, you know, redacted documents, everything. And I mean, we just talked about too MK Ultra and mind control. That whole ascension thing and the numbers, that's basically, I mean, I know it was done by the Russians, but it's basically the same concept. 
Were Hudson they... says in the one scene, he's like, oh, that's the MK Ultra'd you or something. Like, their attempt at MK Ultra'ing you. And when yeah. he's talking about the numbers going through his mind and everything and what happened in the prison. So that's where, I mean, they are putting historically correct things. And, I mean, they are kind of playing along with it. But how much of that was true? I mean, did they have an operative that had numbers implanted in them? And that's kind of where this storyline kind of built off of. Yeah. I mean, so that's that's where the Percy stuff will get interesting, for sure. Yeah, I've been looking a lot more into like when we talked about all that mind control and like putting information into people's heads and stuff like that ever since we talked about it. And I've noticed like when I've watched certain movies over the past couple of days, like these little tidbits that they throw in there to like relate to that, <clears throat> you know, almost like they're like, that's what they're getting at. But they're not mm -hmm. going to say it. And <clears throat> it's just interesting because we go, we always, you know, talk about in these, you know, podcasts that when you start talking about stuff in a new light, like we've been talking about with the Cold War and everything, like if you go back and play this game when it comes out, after talking about it in this way, it's going to be interesting what you actually see and like realize mm -hmm. and focus on that you would normally probably just it bypass you. You wouldn't even realize that it happened, you know? Yeah. I mean, just looking into this stuff and expounding on it, you kind of pick up the subliminal messaging of it. Mm -hmm. and in like the most subtle ways where you're like even like you just sit there and it's something super subtle and you're like oh okay that could be that could be that right there i i've been i've been working on that with my sister funny enough she's obviously she goes to heidelberg yeah and now she's going to lccc just to like finish so she's not paying to go to heidelberg but it's just virtual it's just a waste of money at that point you're not even going to yeah. college yeah so she's doing some classes at LC this semester and she was, I forget what the fucking name of the course was, but it's something about the Bible. Um, it was like just, studying the Bible or something. It, it was, it was how the Bible relates to something, but it was kind of like in a negative connotation. At least I took the title me personally. Yeah. And I was yeah. like, Oh, well, what's that about? Like, and she was telling me some of the stuff, um, and I was like, oh, that's interesting because they kind of make it seem like, oh, people who follow the Bible are more, more violent. And I was like, well, I mean, all those religions are up to interpretation. Like, you know, growing up, it was always like the Muslim religion are the most peaceful. But now, like, you see that they're more built up as these, like, crazy kamikaze people who just want their 72 wives or, you know. Yeah, radicals. You've heard all the jokes. Jeff Dunham's got a fucking puppet of a dead you know <laughs> arab i mean yeah it's kind of built up like oh they're not peaceful they're like but i mean when you break down the religion there's like probably most of them are yeah but the there's core. every religion yeah. has it exactly it's and that's what i was trying to explain to her i was like yeah not just like it's not just one it's... bible or catholics or christians like yeah they probably have more blood on their hands than anyway but they've also been around longer than anybody has a religion yeah and they and they've gone through their period where they're now largely peaceful too like yeah exactly. a lot of the extremism's kind of like it doesn't happen like it used to in the past yes that's a shot but, but yeah every religion has its extremists everything yeah. has that like I, I i'm gonna have to call her i'll, I'll have to update you guys because i i told her to ask her teacher something when we were talking about it i just remember i was pretty drunk when we were talking about <laughs> so it's usually when you get into the yeah it's usually when you get into the deep conversations yeah. you know it's like it always has to happen when you're drinking because then you're just like i'm yeah. about to dive into this hardcore <laughs> she said something and i was just like oh why don't you ask your teacher about this and see what she has to say <laughs>
Well, I have an opinion on this matter. <laughs> uh, you think she'll actually ask it? Like, even, I mean, yeah, you, she okay. She, she's very, uh, she's opened up a lot of her brainwashed university <laughs> bullshit. I mean, we laugh about that still, but yeah. I mean, it really is a thing. I it mean, it's a real thing. That's true. Whether, whether you're liberal or you're conservative, like, there is a brainwash that goes on when you go to a university. Mm -hmm. There is definitely a skewed opinion. I mean, what was that thing you were just looking up the other day, Nick? Um, universities were connected to uh, what country was that? Oh, the ones in India or whatever. Yeah. Oh, ever look oh yeah. So that because I was looking at that Yuri Bezmenov video that they talk about in this um or that they show for the Call of Duty trailer and stuff. So I started looking deeper into it. Yeah, I started looking deeper into it just to kind of get more of a backstory on it because I'd seen the video a couple of years ago, but. I never really paid no mind to it because the message was like, okay, I've read enough about, you know, Soviet Russia and all that stuff to know what goes on and shit. So, but I was looking into it and, um, yeah, he was saying he helped basically subvert India and how many KGB spies were there. And they were basically running it through universities. And then I was stumbled on this other video of this other lady who wasn't connected to like him and his move or something. She was just random and she was talking about these, there was like, four or five groups that she connected to universities and stuff in India, large percentages of their monetary like donations or funding basically were coming from universities in America. And these are universities that are basically spreading just straight like Marxist ideology and stuff like that. Wow. And that's how like the KGB helped basically subvert India. And that's what that Yuri Bezmenov was part of until he defected. And that's what the video is, is of him. He defected and I think it was like 84 because basically he said when he got to India, his main, his original goal was that, you know, subvert it and make it part of, you know, communism. But he fell in love with the country and just how amazing the culture was and everything. And just, he couldn't stand to do that to the country. So that's why he ended up defecting and coming out. And that's what that video and all that is. But yeah, he was just talking about how they, again, and like we talked about with the CIA running stuff through like um, student institutions and colleges and stuff. That's what they did in India. And, like, the CIA has documents and shit on this. So I guarantee not just the KGB was running this stuff through there, but the CIA was doing it as well in India, you know? That's crazy. Yeah. <laughs> that's that's, that's a lot. With like, know your history. Well, all right, we're going to look into it. We're going to dig into it. And... Damn, that is a lot. Yeah. yeah. Like a, lot of, a lot of bullshit that just goes on, and it's like, I don't know. It just goes back to, like, this is all just needless shit, like, just leave countries to do what they want to do. Like, there's no point in us just, you know, fucking shit up. It made the Cold War and everything just, you know, just terrible for the whole world. Yeah, it was kind of pointless. You know, it's a Cold War and Vietnam are almost kind of similar in people's opinions as far as like pointless or, you know, waste of time or like, you know, yeah, we, we need to do something, but not at that scale, you know, or is this like necessary? I mean, they're both kind of in that frame to me. Yeah. Because it just, you know, and it kind of feels like that. In my opinion, it kind of does. You know, it's like I get it, but I don't at the same time. I've always been in the middle. You know, Cold War is one thing. Nam's completely, you know. I, yeah, I got it for a while. And then I kind of like grew up and was like, there was no need for any other shit. And then especially like, like we were covering the basis of like a lot of this stuff really sprang out of, you can't forget, it was like Nazi war criminals that sprouted the seeds for this whole era yeah. that ended up springing up. So it was like you got to remember the ground that this was like planted in this ground was just full of shit to begin with. So it's like nothing good can come of that, you know? 
it's like just, I, it's like I said in the one episode, you know, just massive amounts of shit. <laughs> yeah, that's big yeah. Amount of shit. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it makes it makes sense, you know, you know, coming from that, you know, uneasy, you know, freak out of the enemy and stuff, and and then like you know, warping what we were thinking yeah. is going to happen. Self preservation. Yeah, and it's just interesting. So when you play games like this, like you know, Call of Duty Cold War that's coming out, I'm, it'll be really interesting to see how they portray all of it because it's they're very interesting topics to talk about. And Cold War, I think, is one that a lot of people, even if you look at like what I learned in history class, they don't really focus on that like a huge amount. You know, like you get a lot yeah. about World War One and Two, you get a good chunk of Vietnam because it was a huge political thing that happened within our country. So that's why I they talk about it. Nam. But I wish like, I got more Nam, but yeah, but like Cold War was just like. It happened. This is what it was. Next thing. It's like it was always just more focused on World War Two, World War Two, World War Two. So it's like one of those things that I like seeing in games and stuff because it doesn't get enough attention. Yeah. I mean, I can't even think of how many Cold War movies there are compared to World War Two or any other fight. I mean, can you even? It would be astronomical, probably the opposite of how many they made. Yeah, that's a, definitely a lot more war movies. Just period. Yeah. Yeah, I, I mean that's the tough thing. There was no like actual war. It was yeah, espionage. Yeah, but they still call it a war, you know. And it was just right, weird. Yeah. You know, they didn't call it like the cold conflict or you know something because it was more of a conflict. It was more of like you know seeking out each other's interests and like what they wanted yeah. to get at. It wasn't a war, but they I don't know why they called it that. Maybe because yeah. it was better for the economy. I don't know. Sounds cooler. Cold War. Yeah. Those you know. I mean, it was a it was a war on information. I mean, basically, yeah. How much information can we get from them that we don't have? How much can they get from and us? Disinformation. Disinformation. It was a war of information yeah. and knowledge, and really, yeah, trying to subvert and it. Because yeah, it's just it's just not an open outright war. It's just an under like an underground war in a sense, battling yeah. you on things you wouldn't normally be expecting a fight on. Yeah. Basically. Yeah a war between the CIA and the KGB. They can't really technically go to war with each other, but they sure as fucking fuck around with each other. Yep, basically. definitely fuck populations up over yeah. there. Yeah, even think about it too, when I said conflict, I just thought about this. They, they even reference Vietnam as a conflict. You'll hear Vietnam mm -hmm. War and you'll hear the Vietnam conflict. Yeah. yeah. And it's like- but Think about it. What we just talked about, you know, I, I, I didn't really put it together until I just said that it was really the CIA versus the KGB. I mean, who really wanted us in Nam? It was the CIA. Fucking Kennedy yeah. wanted us to get the fuck out of there. He was basically assassinated that uh, the Southern president when they did. Yeah, Kennedy didn't want anything to do with the Bay of Pigs or Cuba. The CIA did. It was really the CIA orchestrating this entire war. Mm -hmm. But they couldn't technically go to war. <laughs> so it's funny how those two things, conflicts or wars, whatever you want to call them, were the two weird ones that happened because it was the CIA's thing, not like the U.S. and government yeah. as a whole. I mean, you yeah. think literally the president on both of those things wanted did not want to be involved yeah we were just was, for basically lives. was assassinated because he didn't want to be involved but it's i mean it's it's crazy because it puts it in a weird perspective you know and that's why like when we're bringing this up now like i want to go back and play certain vietnam games and world war ii games and and all that because you see it differently and and it's interesting how you can look at it to like we just said all the other stuff was like government you know pro let's do this and then these two were so weird because it was the cia that was really doing it so that's why it was this weird funky thing that never felt like an actual like full scale whatever yeah and, you know we were reading about perseus because perseus seems to be a big thing involved with the trailers and seems like it's going to be a big part of the game and the storyline for yeah. the call of duty cold war and <clears throat> me and nick 
obviously did some research on it because I didn't know a shit ton about it. I've heard, you know, the code name Perseus shit. Yeah. Um, I did not realize it started with the Manhattan Project. So we're going all the way back to World War II. Wow. And then, you know, that's where it kind of stemmed from where the CIA got the information about the code names. And then they never found this Perseus, this code name Perseus. And I was telling him, I found this, these people will put this video out with a bunch of documents and stuff, trying to piece it together themselves. Yeah. And there's these KGB operatives who way back when said that Perseus was very important and was a big level spy and they weren't going to give him up. And in this autobiography of this guy, he says, yeah, Perseus was completely made up to protect, you know, the identity of a certain spy that hadn't been found out yet. Yeah. And it basically kind of took a life of its own. And basically they just fooled the CIA into thinking that this Perseus was a real person when it really wasn't anybody at all. And it was basically just to protect the operatives that they had in there. Yep. See, and then the guys, the KGB people after this book was out said what they had said before they redacted on it and they said, yeah, what he says in the book is true. It was, it was all made up, which is literally, I mean, when you think about espionage, I mean, that's, that's, that's it right there. That's like the cold war right there. Pure yeah. disinformation. Yeah. Fooling your opponent. I like this person. We, <laughs> we spent a lot of time trying to figure out who this Perseus was. Yeah, because the minute you just explained all that, I was like, that's the definition of the Cold War right there. Like, just yeah. in that little thing right there, like, that's the whole synopsis. Right. Which, I mean, would make sense why, you know, it would be a focal point of this game and know your history, because it's something they can, they can kind of play around yeah. with, obviously. Yeah, because there's no hard, hard, true, full story, so you can make it up. Yeah, exactly. Kind of warp. I don't want to say warp people's mindset of what it really is, but, you know, you know what I mean. Yeah, it gives them a direction to think about. You know, it gives them yeah. someone's po someone's view of what they think this is all about, and then you interpret it to you know whatever. No, but I see. I never knew about Perseus. I never heard it. So, like as you guys are saying, this is all new to me. So, like looking at this in the game, I'm excited to see what they do with it because, you know, knowing that there's no true thing around it, it's it'd be very interesting. Yeah, I, I am curious to see if they link it back to the Manhattan Project or if they just kind of make it their own thing. I was going to ask you guys both your opinions, like what direction, since you guys know about Perseus, which direction you think they're actually going to go with it? I haven't really fleshed out a whole theory myself. I've just been kind of reading stuff and just kind of like, I'm more, to be honest, I'm more waiting just for the ride itself just to see. Yeah. Like reading all this stuff, I haven't, like I said, I haven't fleshed anything out. I'm just like, this all shit is like super interesting. Yeah. I'm kind of. I kind of want to see what they're going to do with it and then kind of, you know, make my opinion on that. There was, uh, there was one, we were watching a couple of, uh, theory videos earlier and there was one about Victor Reznov from the first one being, and I was like, that would be super interesting just because the way he disappears and they say he's dead the whole mm. time, but he, you know, kept appearing throughout the game, helping you at certain points. Yeah. He just, and then I think he said too, I, and I totally forgot because I hadn't played Black Ops 2, God, and fucking you forever, know, forever. And I guess during the campaign in one of the parts here in the desert, Reznov shows up too. But I guess it's made to be like a mirage, a hallucination or a mirage or something. Yeah, which I totally forgot about. But watching that, I was like, that would be a pretty sweet theory. Yeah. So I guess if I had to pick one, like I would go with that. That'd be kind of cool to see. Yeah. But I am kind of open to, you know, 
however they're going to play it out. I just want it to be a sweet campaign, how it looks and how I'm excited for. The graphics look dope. I mean, that, that uh, oh, yeah. event <laughs> reveal or whatever you want to call it. Yeah. That was all shot on the PS5. So they showed you the next gen ability of the graphics and so good. They look good. They do look good. The only thing I'm scared about, this is totally kind of off topic, is the fact that they're rumored that it's going to be a $70 release tag for the games. So it's like got me nervous that because it looks that good, so, we're going to be paying extra. I want to, I want to, I want to touch on this. I kind of, I was reading this article that that whole rumor is stemming because NBA 2K already announced that they're going to charge $70 for their new gen. Oh, that literally nobody else has said anything about how much their new games are going to be. Okay. Uh, literally people are just taking that. Oh, well, basketball is charging 70. It's going to be 70. Well, good. Because basketball is doing a thing where, and it's pretty fucked up. If you buy the game now, uh, within the first month of release, I think it comes out this week or maybe next week. I'm not really sure. I, I haven't played it two Ks, but I think it might trash for the next last few years. Yeah, so I think I it know. might be out now because I saw someone on Facebook streaming it. I think. Okay. Um, but if you buy it within the first month of release, you'll mm -hmm. get it for the next gen free. But if you wait and like you just don't, you don't get it for the next gen, you have to rebuy it, which is fucked up, man. I mean, if people don't have the money right now. Especially like after the whole shutdown and everything, like yeah. you're gonna you're gonna penalize those people because they don't have the money right now. It's kind of fucked up. Like Madden, Madden, you buy it, you get it for the next gen. Like yeah. they have already announced that that was like their huge selling point. That's their game is fucking too. garbage and there's bugs everywhere. But that's a whole fucking other story. <laughs> I even well, saw yeah, Last of Us Two did that too, wasn't it? You can Last Madden, of Us 2, you yeah. can go right to PS5 when that comes yeah. out. Which, right. That's probably the next time I play it. I actually saw something today about the new Madden, since we're talking about that, where a guy was showing a stopped video recording of him in the practice field, and he was showing proof of the copy and paste that they always do between things. And oh, he, yeah. And he zoomed in on this, like, water cooler, and it said Madden 20. And he's like, okay, Madden 20. He's like, but wait, there's a problem. I'm playing Madden 21. He looks around the stadium and everything else. Everything else says 21-21, but there's, like so many points in the game you can see where they just use the same asset from the previous year yeah. and just threw it in there but forgot to change the number. I, I saw that with this Madden and somebody found in the stadium it says Madden 19. Yeah. Oh, so the, the two two games behind with that. Yeah. Did they? You can't, if you're playing online with friends and stuff versus other people, if you, if you call playing shotgun, when the ball snapped, everybody goes away and the player switches to another player. Like, so if I'm a running back, if I'm playing the running back and my buddy's playing quarterback, he loses control of the quarterback. I get the quarterback. And then he, he doesn't have control of anybody. Like, it's a huge bug. Dude, it's fucking stupid. <laughs> the game's been out for a week and they haven't fixed it. I don't know why that wouldn't have been the first patch. It should have like that in the um, the preview you were playing or whatever. The yeah, they fixed the shit right away. This... This one, there's a patch, and they already put out the notes. I think it's September 10th or something. It's like next week sometime. It's not in. It's not in the patch notes for that. So it's like they either better do a hot fix, or it better just not be in the patch notes and they just fix it. Like, because it's it, fucking garbage. It's getting bad. The fact that they copy and paste and still don't fix it. I mean, the last game that they made, the last Madden, brought them in over four billion dollars of revenue. And you yeah. telling me that you're still copy and pasting shit? 
Yep. You want to talk about conspiracies? Like people are finding this out. Like it's a good, like it's the, way to, it's the same game every year. I'm telling you. And the people are like, no, see, they do this, this, and this. And you got us freaking out. Like, no, there's proof. Here's the picture. Like Bigfoot. Yeah. It says 20, not 21. <laughs> you know, like it's a conspiracy because everyone's yeah. been free. And people are putting up comparison videos of the last four Maddens right now, showing that all the celebrations, all the intros, all everything is like 99% the exact same thing from last year. Yeah. To the T. It's bad. It's bad. There's <laughs> actually a huge push on Twitter for the NFL to drop EA. I won't be getting it for a while, so. I stopped. I stopped at, like, I think 12. Yeah. <laughs> or was it Peyton Hillis was on the cover? That's when I stopped. I think it was oh, 10. my God, dude. I think that was yeah. 10, maybe. Yeah. No, it wasn't 10. 10, had, 10 was, I'm pretty sure 10 was fucking uh, the dual cover, Larry Fitzgerald and. Uh, oh, yeah. Um, yeah, that was from the had, Super Bowl. And it had the worst the worst cover because Palomalo was on it, but it had the best soundtrack. <laughs> the soundtrack in that game was great. They had like Rise Against on there. Oh, yeah. There. Shadow yeah. Fall was on there. Yeah, dude. It was like. It was a good fucking soundtrack. That was the last time it was good. It was now it's all like <laughs> shit. You can't even hear what they're saying. Like, <laughs> I don't like mumble rap. Sorry. So. I don't either. I don't want that. My I don't want that someone sound like they're trying to make a sneak play in, in Madden <laughs> and everything they say. Did he just tell me to run a side route? I don't, I don't know what's going on. <laughs> uh, but I mean, yeah, there's there's even conspiracies in video games. You know, little things like that. People have always said that. And now people are starting to pay attention and showing videos. But the sad thing is, is everyone's still going to buy the damn thing, and yeah. they're still going to buy the card packs, and they're going to do all that stuff. You know, I'm guilty of it myself, but it's... Oh, that's the other thing with Call of Duty. Actually, I'm glad you brought that up. Um, Call of Duty, there's three different versions of this game. I'm pretty sure you have to buy the middle one or, like, the high-tier one to get it to go to next-gen. I'm almost positive I read that somewhere. I haven't looked into it, but I know, I'm know i positive it was Cold War. I read, like, you have to buy... The middle tier, which is what is usually like seventy dollar one. Yeah, usually, yeah. So, and then I did read too that the battle pass for Cold War and Modern Warfare they're going to go hand in hand. Yeah, so you'll progress when you're progressing in one; it'll it'll copy to the other. Yeah, well, that's pretty solid, I guess. Yeah, so that way you don't get penalized for like you know walking away from one to play and then you go to the next. At least you could progress. Right. You probably won't know how to use anything that you've unlocked from the other game by the time you get back to it, but it'll work. Yeah. <laughs> now, there is one thing that uh, I will say about that whole pricing and like next gen and how they're doing it. They're literally blackmailing people to make extra money but because they know like we're going to grab them by the balls because we know that they want the next gen, but they want it now because they don't want to wait. And so we can upcharge it because we know they're going to buy it. And it's just it's an easy way for them to make an extra little bit. And it's, it's kind of pissing me off. <laughs> I've, I'll always say this. The prices of the games don't annoy me. What annoys me is the prices of the controllers. Because there's no reason a controller needs to be the same price as a fucking game. Yeah, I mean, true. for a PS4 controller, it's still 60 fucking bucks. Imagine what yeah. the new one's going to be. The fact that exactly. it's like dual sense, haptic, and everything else built in there. It's going to be I mean, ridiculous. I, I have like five or six controllers here. Because every Black Friday, I buy one at Target. Because they mark them down to like 40 bucks. I'm like, yeah. I might as well save 20 bucks. I'm going to use these. Yeah. But well, that's the only that good thing. That's the only good thing I like about PC, even though it sucks. Like, if your nice gaming stuff breaks, 
you can go out to Walmart and buy a ten dollar set to hold you over until you find one that you really want. You know, like it may not be the best, but it's gonna work. Unlike controllers where you go from you know regular to like Mad Cats and it's like there's no hope. <laughs> you get yeah. Mad Cats controller. Are those ones that got like super mode buttons on them and like rumble packs and shit? Oh, yeah. <laughs> I had an old Super Nintendo controller with so many fucking just switches and everything. It was ridiculous. I saw a video of a guy doing that where he's looking at like, you know, third party controllers and he's like, why is there a turbo button above the start button? He's like, what's turbo do? And he like hit it and made this animation of it like blowing up in his hand. It's like, <laughs> did they program turbo into the game? I don't know. Yeah. Conspiracies on third party applications for video games. <laughs> Mad cats. They're coming after you and your wallet. That's what's happening. But anyways. So, yeah. Now that we've rambled about a lot of video game stuff, Cold War does look exciting. I, I'm excited yeah. for it. I don't know if I'm going to buy it right away. I'll probably watch someone do a playthrough because I'm more interested in the story. And if the game looks fun, then I'll buy it. But I just want to see what the story is. Because I haven't been interested in a story since, honestly, they did Black Ops 2. I mean, I've never been big into the story ever since then. That was the last time I cared. Yeah. this. I mean, this yeah, last one was, pretty, was a pretty damn good campaign. It wasn't bad, yeah. yeah. Before that, yeah, the last one for me, too, would have been Black Ops 2. Because I think I stopped playing from Black Ops 2 until 4. And I think I only played 4 because I think Cody got it for me for Christmas yeah. one year. So, yeah. The, the, last, the last good one was, too. Yeah, and then, I mean, the new Modern Warfare had a good campaign, but I felt like it was just a better polished-off version of what 4 did. Yeah. So it was just almost like the same thing with, like, its own variant, and it looked nicer. Because it had the same feel to me, you know, same tone and all that stuff. A lot more immersive, I will say that. It's, it's tough. I I love Black Ops 4. I think it's super underrated. As much as that game pissed us off. I mean, we yeah. played that game. That, that game we probably played the longest without getting, like, burnt yeah. out on a game. More than a day. It's the only I one I was good at. Yeah. I had a positive KD, I should say. <laughs> um. Obviously, the blackout mode helped, but that was like I, I played Black Ops 3. I played a very little bit of Ghost. I didn't but play like any. Infinity Ward, Advanced Warfare. Like, I I took a break from COD for years. And then I got back into a Black Ops 4. Obviously, Modern Warfare was fun at first, but dude, the cheating is so bad. They haven't done anything to the map. It's been out for a year. It's fucking, <clears throat> it's time for a change. Yeah, for sure. And uh, there's one thing uh, I will say about the I didn't play any of the advanced, any of the futuristic ones. I never touched. I heard yeah. that there was there was a really good campaign. I don't know if it was uh, Advanced Soldier or whatever that was. Whichever one they did, because they, they did like two of them, I think, right? They did like two futuristic ones. Yeah, in, what was it? Infinity War? Not Infinity War. That's fucking... I think Marvel. they did one where it was like futuristic and then another one where it was like exoskeletons. Yeah, one was advanced warfare, the other one was fucking was ice Ghost? gas. Or no. No, Ghost no, Ghost was the last one that was like uh, legit. Like but I did watch a playthrough of someone doing one of the, the futuristic ones because he said the campaign is completely underrated. He knows the rest of the game is trash. And when I was watching, I was like, Oh my god, like this looks like a beautiful, funny game. But when yeah. you like attach Call of Duty to it. It's the comparison he made. He was like, if this was just like a futuristic shooter, 
it would have done amazing and everyone would have loved it and it would have been a great game. But the fact that it had COD attached to it, immediately when you combine those two people were not sold on it, period. And so he's like, this campaign got thrown under the radar. So I'm curious to go back and play it because it actually looked really good. COD got sucked into the we got to compete with Halo fucking thing. Like the wall running. Then Destiny. Then, then Destiny, then like, yeah. yeah, it started getting like... They started competing with Bungie hard for no fucking reason whatsoever. I mean, they're yeah, fucking COD. Like, they had their own thing like the fan bases are split for a reason because one's future and one's current you know you that's know, that's why they do one or the other i just thought of a game i totally forgot it wasn't it wasn't blackout or black ops 4 that got me back into it it was fucking uh world war ii world oh, oh yeah. yeah world war ii was good that one was sweet i did that like that one a lot fun. yeah that was, a, was fun. i wish i would have played it more but that one was my favorite yeah that obviously when you go back to world war ii it's from all this yeah. like super futuristic shit, it kind of the roots. The only knock I had on it is they didn't have any swastikas in the game, which was pretty historically inaccurate. Oh. It was very historically inaccurate. I actually remember they they cut all that shit because yeah. of Germany. Like Germany threw a fit because Germany doesn't allow that shit at all. Yeah, they don't oh, play around. They can cut it in the German version of the game, but if we're trying to play a game based on history, you know. Well, it's, it's funny that you're mentioning that because we're talking about Cold War right now with Call of Duty, and China actually just had something cut from the game when it's in China. Yeah. So they're already censoring the game before it's even out. I guess there's something uh, – didn't you tell me, Nick, what, what it was, something with a flag? It was uh, – no, the, that Taiwanese flag was the Top Gun thing. But that, oh, okay. Um, but we were talking about this uh, the other day. It was um, they The trailer had like a couple – I don't know how long it was, 10 seconds long, some shit like that. But it was uh, part of the scene in Tiananmen Square. The basically, oh, you know, the tanks yeah. rolled in and just massacred the students. So they yeah. they got pissed that that was in the trailer. So they pulled that trailer, worldwide trailer too, I guess, from what I read, the mm -hmm. worldwide one, and they just edited it and released it back out. So again, instead of just censoring the Chinese version and trailer that they see in their country because their internet's already censored as fuck, they went ahead and just you know censored the whole world's trailer. Some bullshit. Yeah. yeah, so I mean, it's even happening just Bio now. China, fucking garbage. Like, well, that probably happened. What I would say, probably within the first forty-eight hours, of that trailer being out, they probably caught that and had that done. Oh yeah, I guarantee it. Yeah. What'd you say, Cody? Faster than that. Yeah, I mean, it's hours. It way too long. That shit was probably censored within the first five. Probably, dude. China knows its shit. Like when there's shit like that going down. Well, yeah. When you're making war games, they they probably keep high attention to those things. Mm -hmm. And it's, period, but you yeah, just delete it, you just delete it from the file. You know, it's crazy how fast that shit happens. You know, you can't even talk about stuff. You know, and I understand Germany wants to keep completely separated from what happened. That can make sense. But it's like if you're gonna do it, like because of your country, leave it in your country. Because the rest of us didn't do yeah. what you did. So I'm a. If I want to enjoy the actual events and the realistic look of what happened, I'm allowed to because you fucking did it to me. You know, but it's easier for them to just cut it worldwide and just be safe from it because then they don't got to worry about, you know, copies of it being bought in the U.S. getting shipped over there, you know, like, you know, South and, and North Korea do where they like push propaganda. It's, yeah. it's tough. It's, to, just, it's dangerous to delete history, though. It is. It's dangerous. You're, you warp perception and perception is reality. And once you start getting down that road, things get fucked real quick. Yeah. And I mean, not that I want to bring this up, but like you see that with the U.S. right now, tearing oh. down all like the, the statues and stuff. Well, I just seen a story today, too, about um the D.C. commission, the like city commission or whatever. They want to remove some monuments and stuff. 
and two on the list for the Jefferson Memorial and the Washington uh, Monument. You know, like, yeah, like, like I get some of these are actually bad people, you know, and, and they did bad things or whatever. You know, I get that. But it's like if you're if you're eliminating it, <laughs> then you're trying to act like it never happened. You're it, eliminating the very ideals our country was founded on. Exactly. Like, they had their bad shit, but the things that they stand for is what the country was actually founded on. The That's what I'm saying. Liberty, like you taking that away is more of a symbolic thing that they want to do. So that way that liberty mindset isn't at the forefront and noticeable and seen all the time they want to take that shit away it's a psychological thing it's a it should be like a lot of people got roped into this fucking stupid ass uh mount rushmore thing you know yeah we stole this land from the indian well okay we stole the entire u.s from the indians i mean let's fucking be real about it if you really care that happened two like, I guess I'm just, like, in a different mindset with that stuff. Like, when I look at history and stuff and statues and stuff, that, that's a reminder of how far we've come, in my opinion. Yeah. Like, yeah. So, I guess I, I just see that differently than some people are easily, like, I don't want to say triggered by it, but some people are easily manipulated by They want to tear it all down, too, instead of looking right. at what good came from it that we could build upon. Well, that, that, that's the point of it. That's like someone, like the old saying when someone says, you know, don't don't focus so much on the past because you'll never be able to see the future or be able to plan your future because you're stuck yeah. in the past. That's what these people I almost feel like are doing. They're, they're focusing on the past, the negative part of what that is. And they can't see us moving forward away from that. They're not looking forward. They're just focusing right. on all that negative. And it's like, you, like Cody said, you look at stuff like that and you're like, wow, like, you know, we've grown from when that happened. You know, that reminds mm -hmm. you of like how society's gotten better, how it's not as bad as it was. You know, you look at those things as a reminder. And it also reminds people not to do the stuff that those certain people did back in the day too. You know, yep. all these great people that did bad things, you're reminded to never do what they did. It's, yeah. Nobody a lot of examples of people going too far with it too, like the Mrs. Butterworths thing and the Uncle Ben's thing, like yeah. oh, stuff that doesn't know, really fix the stuff that's like not, we got. So something that has nothing to do with race, something that has more to do with you know, this this is Uncle Ben. This is like who had our recipe. This is who we're gonna idolize. You know, this is who's gonna be our basically our mascot. Yeah, for lack of a better term, I mean, you know, he's the face of the, the company and yeah. we're going to wipe that out because it's racist. But I don't understand. I, I guess I just don't understand that because it almost feels from my perspective, like, mm. like you are promoting whitewashing because we're getting rid of all these historical figures just because they're being used as logos, like yeah. to celebrate, you know what I'm saying? Yeah, I don't think they realize who the corporations are using them for that to like, so that way they don't look at their own, maybe their own practices, like right. companies like Apple and shit, like R Ricky Gervais said it, the fucking, uh, what is it, the Golden Globes or whatever the hell, when he was talking shit about it, it's like, these corporations hurry up and latch onto this stuff, and then they find a stupid cause like that, that they can placate people right away, so that way people don't scrutinize what they're doing too hard, and they seem like, you know, an ally or you know the friend like all right. that shit like it's yeah and people sadly there's people that have good intentions for some of the stuff that's set out and they get caught up in shit like that i just it's manipulation and all that and yeah disinformation all disinformation. yeah i yeah. think i don't know if this this story is true or not so anyone that knows if you do know if it's true or not i apologize but i'm just talking i never dug into it i'm just talking about the <clears> little bit i saw 
I think it was either, I think it was Uncle Ben's rice. I don't think it was Aunt Jemima, but it was one of those, but I'm pretty sure Uncle Ben, it was a post that came out when they started removing the faces off of the product that I think it was like the great grandchild of like actual Uncle Ben or, or uh, whatever. It wasn't Miss Buttersworth. It was Mrs. Buttersworth. They were they were like super upset about it. Yeah, that they're like family's legacy of like yeah. their great grandmother or whoever it was that was Mrs. Buttersworth was being removed because yeah. of everybody else. And they were like, it's like seeing our history stripped from, you know, the bottle. Yeah. But like when you yeah. deal with companies like that who have, you know, board of trustees and all these other people, even though it's your company and your family, they're still the ones that have the last say and they're going to do what keeps the heat off. Of and that's what people should be pissed off about, that the corporation really doesn't give a fucking flying fuck about you. the history of the product. Nope. All they care about is their public perception. Oh, this is a problem. Get they would have fought for and presented. Like, here's our argument. Like, we are a family company. This is the family. We're going to bring them to the forefront. They want to keep it. They're the ones who want to keep it. It's their right. We're going to keep it. Instead, they just sell out to the public perception. Yeah, because it's quick that's and easy. That's what people should be fucking pissed off about. Yeah, and that's why even, like, like I said, the great-grandchild is pissed. Like, everyone else should be yeah. pissed because you know that he had no say in it. He probably vocalized all sorts of shit, and they were probably just like, nope, the board's decided. That's it. We're yeah. removing it, you know? <clears throat> it's just sad. And, and I understand that, you know, some people look at these things and, and you're allowed to have your opinion. If you find it offensive, that's fine. I get it. But we're just talking from our point of view that we think it's a little far-fetched and ridiculous because it's like you look at the movements trying to do things and what did the movement succeeded in other than voicing their, uh, you know, distress, which they've done, you know, with flying colors. Everyone's showing how yeah. they really feel. You know, you're allowed to do that. Protest if you want. Do your thing. But... uh uh, I mean, oh shit, I just lost my train of thought. I'm sorry. You're good. <laughs> <laughs> I'm talking about so many different things right now. My mind's just like, God, I'm <laughs> I know. But um, a lot of these people feel like they've succeeded, but only the only things that have like truly succeeded so far, because we have a long road to go with all this, is like removing pictures, removing statues. Like it's, it's a lot of stuff that's making people happy, the ones that are it's upset about it. Shit. But yeah. it's... I mean, it's not going to change the situation because the problem still comes from like everything else we talk about in the show, the top, everyone yeah. up at the top above yeah. us. You could remove all of that stuff and whitewash the entire, uh, I won't say whitewash, I'll say censorship, the entire United States and everything we do and everything we consume, whether it's visual, physical, whatever, it doesn't change unless the top changes. Yeah. And us as a people change. It's, it's, I mean, I, I'm curious to see if we ever get to a point in society and I'm going to stop rambling after this, where if we do clean out everything, say everything gets censored and silenced and everything, if people would still be upset and find different things to be upset about, or if that wouldn't be good enough, it's like, well, we gave you what you wanted. What, what now? You know, like, uh, so. can we talk now? Can we have a conversation? Can we, you know, go against the people who are making these decisions? Like, you know, where, where do you go from there? Yeah. That's I mean, no, go ahead. Go ahead. I was just, just going to say with what he's saying, like when you got large corporations and most of the politicians on your side, you ain't changing shit. No. You ain't changing shit. No. That's it. I was going to touch on a few things. Like the one thing I've always like understood people being upset about was like super controversial for years was the Washington Redskins name. Oh, yeah. I can understand that because that, I mean, I get that technically is like, like a racial slur against Indians. Even yeah. though I understand that there there was a culture and they were trying to celebrate, you know, I can understand where that name itself 
can come into play being like not the greatest choice. That would be like if the Indians were called the Cleveland, you know, the Cleveland Saltines. <laughs> you know, like it's like something where it's just like we're talking about like it, they're sponsored by saltine crackers, but like, you know, you could use it as like something offensive because it's an offensive yeah. word, you know. Sorry, that was just how I sure. thought about it. <laughs> um, but when you were talking about like, you know, corporations and stuff, censoring stuff, it made me think back to the Yuri KGB video where he talks about, you know, mentally getting into the head of countries and destabilizing the population with ideology. And it's kind of, you can kind of see it prevalently happening right now. You know, like, when was that video? That was like the 80s, wasn't it? It was like 84, some shit yeah. like that, yeah. You know, you see it back then when there was like a mad rush of, of, and scare of the Cold War. I mean, obviously, you could tell the Cold War is still going on. In some yeah. Capacity. It's yeah, I don't think it's ever stopped. I mean, I think you can see where certain American uh, politicians kind of starting to side with the opposition yeah um not to get into detail but you can kind of see that but you can kind of see like how it's created like a civil unrest where the population's been disinformed and manipulated so much where it's finally coming to a fucking breaking point and i think that's where people need to start paying attention like this is either going to go one way or the other whether you believe one way or the other and I think that's where all this civil unrest and everything kind of, it's anger towards something else. They're getting you to channel it towards something completely different. Yeah. Than where it should be channeled towards. Yeah. If you talk politics with people, they're all like, oh, they're a bunch of corrupt assholes. Okay. Well, like, why don't, why don't you guys, like, why don't we all start doing something? Like, demand you, better. You, you can have that. Yes. We have the power to demand better. Yeah. We just need to do it. Like, we, we need to make it easy. Stop being distracted by stupid bullshit and actually do something about it. It's just, I'm, I don't want to get too far into it, but it just pisses me the fuck off, Adam. No, I know. I agree. I feel that everyone's hatred and upsetness is directed in the wrong direction. Yeah. You know, it's like I, it's like I kind of touched on that in the last podcast we did where I was telling you, like, my idea of, like, how I think it would work to actually make a change and take a stand and, you know, having a unified front towards one common enemy – you know, or issue, and, and it's like it's too sporadic, too sporadic. Yeah. Fighting too many battles, and we need to fight the the war that matters. It, not that I am telling people that I am like a Trump supporter, but I think the only thing everyone should agree on is when Trump says America first, because I think that's who everyone should direct their anger towards is us. Yeah, we need to stop looking at everybody else. We need to start looking at our own government and fucking changing yep. it first. Look in the mirror. Like, we need to change the American government first before we fucking look at what's going on over here or over there and fucking comparing ourselves to this country or that country. Yeah, and that's... that's back to focusing on us. And that's what a lot of people misinterpreted, and that's where we talk about looking into something and people's different interpretations of stuff being said or seen. You know, he says, make America first. You know, worry about us. But a lot of people took that as like, we're only going to worry about us and we're not going to even give the slightest bit to anybody else. And it's like, that's not true. He's not, he wasn't saying that. He was saying that we are first for ourselves, 
we're still going to help everybody else and do what America does and, you know, help the world and help other countries and have allies and all these things. But we're going to focus on our own stuff, prioritize it above everybody else, but still do that stuff in the background because that stuff's always going on. It's not like if Trump or anybody whoever's in office is focusing on one issue that nothing else is being done anywhere else. There's yeah. so many moving parts in the government. It's ridiculous. Yeah. And I think people forget that. that I think they think that it all funnels out of one person. Be oh, they do. 100%. Yeah. That like it all funnels out of one person and that's the end all be all. And, and, and a lot of people do understand the whole breakdown of Congress and the Senate and all these different things. Yeah. They've done a good I, job scapegoating the president as the... Yeah. yeah, just the, the butt of everything wrong. Yeah, honestly, if we're being like, actually, and that's anybody that's in office, it it kind of really ramped up with Obama. Like, I know, I mean, personally, I have a lot of Republicans in my family, and I saw like when shit was going down. Like, I get like the whole executive order shit. Yeah, but like, it's like you know, Congress can do something about this. There's, there's, they're just not like that. Yeah. I always tell people. If you're not gonna, if you don't care who you vote for for president, you need to care who you like are putting in Congress. Yeah, like, because those are the people who are just fucking the last like fuck. They control all the years. They're the ones making the laws, and they're being way too fucking lazy about it. Yeah, and it's not a surprise that you know Trump signed a ton of executive orders. Obama signed a shit ton of executive orders. Yeah, because there's not a good precedent. They just don't want to do anything, <laughs> and I think that's who. That's who I personally try to hold accountable as Congress. Like they're a bunch of lazy, fucking corrupt, controlled by corporations, fucking assholes. Yeah. The one important thing they had about war, they ceded all that power to the president, so they don't even got to worry about that shit now. Yeah. They just go there, talk a bunch of fucking bullshit, flap their gums, and collect fucking tax money, and then tell us how to, you know, spend and live our lives and all that bullshit. Yeah, it's just I don't know. We it's got completely fucking off topic here. Yeah, but, absolutely. But it's been a good conversation, and that's what matters. That's all that matters, and 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 that's you can't help it when you talk politics. You even you even dip one toe into a political conversation, and you, and you're gonna eventually go into it in some form. And I was expecting that. That's why I was like, I'm gonna say this, and I might be opening up a can of worms. But I mean, it is what it is. I mean. Yeah, Obviously, I I fucking hate the way our government works right now. But oh yeah, I completely agree. You know whether again, you yeah, it's both it's both sides. Like they all they all fucking do this dirty ass shit. All of them. They all do this dirty ass shit. <sighs> I gotta get this off my chest, dude. I, gotta get this. I, I shouldn't bring this up. I gotta get off my chest. This will be the Me last thing in this show. So what That's is fine. it? Me and Nicholas talk about this all the time. Like we are we are a more socialist country than we are capitalist and fucking so pisses me off when people extremely people bring up like oh capitalist doesn't work capital well we're not fucking capitalist right now no we, are we haven't been for a long long time and it's i think that's why you're seeing a lot more people paying attention because they're realizing like change can happen like that literally like that we saw it with the coronavirus shutdown where governors were using way too much fucking power than they had cool. They're going to have so much big dick energy now and stuff. Yeah. Going it's going to be retarded. It's very scary how fast this country can go communism right now. Yep. Or communists. And I think that's why you have a lot more people paying attention to politics, which is a good thing. I just hope that they can see through, like, the manipulation of the bullshit because that does take a while to crack through. It really yeah. does. I think you're seeing it with the younger age people. Like I was telling you with my sister, I think you're starting to see that. And I don't, I don't know if there's a correlation 
to the shutdown where they've been out of school and stuff and they can see things for what they are in the real world. Yeah. I, I, I can't say that for a fact, but it is, it is an interesting concept. It is. And you're talking about like, you know, tricking people and, and all of that. Uh, there's actually to end this on a conspiracy note, something that I saw where there's a conspiracy out there. And I don't know if really it's conspiracy, just like, did it, did they do it like this? But they've been talking about, uh it was joe biden's you know dnc speech pre-recorded and did he just come out after it was done playing yeah and that's what i'm convinced too because when they showed it the guy was showing he's like okay so when he's sitting here talking he has no watch on his i think it was his left hand or right hand and yeah. he has a lapel pin right over here and then when he comes out he's got no lapel pin and he's got a nice fancy watch on and they were just showing the differences of like his outfit and it's like why would he even change that like why would you take it off if you're coming out to the people because it's an American flag, like you're supposed to be wearing stuff like that. And it's just interesting. Yeah. Everything you just said was correct, except it was opposite. Was it? <laughs> he was wearing the lapel pin when he was doing the speech. And then when he came out, it was off and a watch was on. Okay. I thought I said it like that, but yeah. But yeah, I mean, either way, it was the change in that stuff. And it's like, why did yeah. you have to pre-record that? You know, like why? Well, also it's the first speech where he hasn't really had a hiccup at all. That's that's the it other thing. And how many yeah. takes you think that took? <laughs> oh, <wow. laughs> I don't know if you saw the the one in Pennsylvania, but that that's the other thing too, dude. It's like that's that side is doesn't even want to win. They're doing everything to lose. That's it. that's where we're at right now in this country. The Democrats don't even want to win. That that would piss me off if I was like a hardcore Democrat. Yeah. Like you've been fed this Trump bad man mentality but yet you see how much effort they're not putting into this like they had the dnc on youtube they let trump buy all the ads all the ads <laughs> like, they didn't buy a single fucking ad so you watch the dnc no. it goes to a commercial break and you see trump bash the dnc <laughs> every single commercial it's the it's worst strategy you could possibly have <laughs> it makes no fucking sense it's really fucking confusing it's almost like it they really wanted. It's almost like they wanted to remind their viewers that who are Democrat, like here's the bad guy, like keep them heated about him, you know, like oh if we let him talk, they'll just get more and more angry about him while we're hyping ourselves up, and they maybe tried to play like turn a negative into a positive. Nah, I don't think so. I, these these people are too smart to take that risk. Really? I feel like yeah, like, they're as, too smart as people. As much as like, people say like oh they're so stupid, they're really not. No, they're well, very they're very smart fucking. Either people, side like, is stupid. No corrupt yes stupid no mm -hmm. uh they know how to keep power and they're like blatantly not trying to like they're mailing it in like i mean because you tend to see a switch when you see like bush two terms okay now we're gonna switch to a democrat two terms okay now we're gonna switch to a republican yeah probably two terms now we're gonna switch to a democrat so they're probably just mailing it in let's just spend the money when we know we have a better shot at winning yep I, I don't know. You know what that comes back to, too? That cycle? That's people just being complacent. Like, oh, we've had too yeah. much of this. Let's go back. It's exactly. Like, why don't you just settle on a good candidate? Like, just to, just demand better from this. Kind of, keep going back and forth to the same bullshit. Yeah, it fuels the two-party system. Yeah. But at the end, both parties win. But. Yeah. They got a monopoly on the power of the president and government, really. 
I don't know if you can tell, but we're fucking annoyed by government. So am I. I'm just letting you guys do your thing. I Because I agree with everything you're saying. I hate the government. That's why I always say people are directing their anger in the wrong direction. If you're mad at police, go after the government because they're the ones who control the police. You know, it's like, yeah. you know, going after the police directly. Yeah, you're making a statement and you're showing your frustrations and you're allowed to do so, you know, to a certain degree. I'm not condoning the violence that's happening. Um, but it's like, you have to go above, like you always have to look at who pulls the strings on who, like, don't mm -hmm. go after the person being pulled on because the people who are doing the strings are going to, you let them be the scapegoat. You know, they're going to let them crash and burn and just, they're going to continue doing what they're fucking doing or they'll find new cops. You know, they can get new cops. There's tons of people out there that want to be a police officer that can't because too many people are police officers. They'll just, you know, it's like when a factory shuts down and everyone's on strike outside. They're like, all right, you can stay out there and we're going to hold open interviews. And they just find yeah. new people. Like, you know, but if the people actually went after the company, they'd have to actually do something because it's like you can't find new people because you have surrounded us. <laughs> you know, it's just a simple concept that, I don't know, people are too childish and they let their emotions run rampant and then they just run out in the street, steal shit and do what they do. Yeah. But that's all I'll say about that. And I think yeah. that's a good way to end that because I want to get into teasing the next one um, because I know we were doing this as like kind of a bonus episode. So don't be surprised that we went from one topic to like five others. That's what happens in bonus land. Um, but what no we... outline, just no. their brains. <laughs> exactly. So as smooth as that went, I'm pretty happy about it. <laughs> um, but next episode, I believe, Nick, you said something that we were going to get into like a huge thing that was basically going to take like the whole episode that we're going to kind of dive into lengthily. Well, yeah, we're just going to dive into Snowden pretty much. Just, you know, deeper look into everything. The programs he uncovered, we can, I don't know, go into Edward. Hopefully examples of uh, how these programs were used and shit like that. Just, you know, just a deep, good look into that. Nice little dive in. Is give, he a places where people can, no, he's not. But Is give, he you know, yeah. Find out next time. I get you. There's to be no question. On Dragon Ball Z. But yeah, I'm excited for that because Snowden, I, I've always loved like the two people that I love when it comes to the tech conspiracy world is Snowden and, you know, um, Julian Assange. I love those two. I think they're really interesting people. Think what you want about them and what they did. Uh, I will hold my opinion for the next episode. Um, but I, I just really fascinated with those two stories and what they've done as far as their release of information and, you know, covert stuff. It's, it's a lot you can get into. It's some real Jason Bourne shit. I always reference Jason Bourne, but those two are probably the closest when it comes to knowing things and being chased down and everything else, kind of like he did. And I just, I love that dynamic. It's very interesting. You know, it's yeah. just juicy with information. I might, uh, I might touch on Tower 7. I'm not going to tell anybody what that's actually evolved. Do you know what the Tower Seven's involved in? Nope. I have no idea. Okay. Nope. That's why when you said it, I was like, please follow that up with some info. <laughs> no, I'm not going to follow it up with info now. That's a straight up teaser. Okay. Um, but that kind of, kind of direct link to Snowden and kind of where everything kind of turned and what, that's what Snowden kind of discovered what was really happening. I like it. I like it. Well, there's, there's your little uh, Easter egg right there. You got to look for when you, when you watch or listen to the next one. Um, but yeah, I'm excited for that. We'll get into that. We just wanted to do this bonus one because the Cold War kind of caught our attention with all the things we talked about with the game. So that's kind of why we wanted to discuss it a little bit and then just go into whatever we wanted to talk about. Uh, we'll probably do more of these if we can, kind of like midweek filler episodes where it's just kind of like our random thoughts about one topic and then see where it rambles. You know, you can come yeah. hang out with us and just listen to us bullshit about stuff. 
can bitch yeah. about the government some more. Yeah, because yeah. we'll probably always I, bitch about the government. <laughs> yep. You can sit here with two independents and uh, I don't know. <laughs> the host. Yeah. The host. The host. The host. I don't, hey, I don't. I don't know. I don't know your political. I'm the moderator of this political exactly. debate. Exactly. That's why you two are in red and I'm in blue. That's right. <laughs> I like how we kind of talked about the political system having having reason. the colors I going. To celebrate the Cold War episode. Yeah, the CCCP. That's what that comes into play. If anyone didn't know. Not actually official show merch. No, we are working on merch. We are going to get that together. So if anyone's interested in that, you can definitely comment on any video or send us an email. Let us know the type of stuff you'd want to wear because we are going to probably get into some merch and some other things we're working on. Um, but yeah, I'm going to have some more free time on my hands coming up. So these episodes are going to be more frequent. That's why we're going to start doing filler episodes. We're going to start doing live eventually. We're going to all do all those things. Um, but I also want to thank our audio listeners. If you're listening on whatever platform you listen on, I truly appreciate it. Uh, you make this possible. I always see those numbers compared to our video, and I love seeing them go up and up and up. So you guys are doing great with that. The support, I love it. Um, I know these guys, we go over our numbers and our statistics almost every week we try to, and we've seen nothing but progress. So I'm glad you guys are loving it because um, we love making this. And yeah, uh, I think that's going to do it for this little bonus episode here, and uh, we will see you on the next one. Take it easy. Peace.